the Honest to God series with Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very, very welcome. I am Ahanu and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. People are demanding answers. Basically exposing the truth. For us to explore in more detail today. This is the time period of truth being exposed of all the unhealed stuff coming out. So make sure you tune in. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now. My name is Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. Hello. And Angel Rose has been through a dark night of the soul. Now, I've been through some rough times in my life and I'm sure most of you have been through rough times in your life, but I've never seen anybody go into as dark a place as I've seen Angel Rose. And that was a big puzzle to me because she's normally such a positive person. And not only that, but she also has great insights into what the world is all about. The Earth's plane, the planes of existence after death, access to the Akashic records and all of that. So that made it all the more puzzling. But At the same time, I found it intriguing that she would go into this place. And what we were discovering was really, really interesting. And I want Angel Rose to tell you herself what she has come to. Because I think it's fair to say you're coming out the other side, Angel Rose, of the dark night of the soul. I am. So tell us what happened. Give Give us a little bit of background first. Well, a little bit of background. So it just started on our way back from California, back to Oregon after uh, probably, what, 2nd of January? Yeah, but your mom had died in November. Yeah, my mom had died in November, uh, November 24th. And I just think that only set the stage for... What what else was to happen? Yeah, so that set the stage for what was to happen. That set the stage for the beginning of what what the really big thing was that was going to happen. But it actually started on our way back from California and it just came upon me. It wasn't, uh, and it was a, just a a very dark, depressing thought and feeling that this year was going to be a very hard year for the world in general. Okay. And it was, um, You know, I felt there would be a lot more severe climate changes, uh, a lot more death. Um, So just a lot of uh, chaos. And indeed, in the first few weeks of the new year, we've seen that. No sooner did we get back to Bend, Oregon, where we live, and I was taken into hospital and had to have my gallbladder removed. And strangely enough, on that same floor, just a couple of rooms down from where I was, Three of our friends were taken in and had similar types of emergencies. And we found ourselves going visiting back into that. And I'm saying, there's my room. (laughs) It's like as if I had spent the first part of the year in that hospital. Purging. Purging. (laughs) Purging. It really was a purging. Yes. Yes. Uh, When you really looked at it. That's right. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so... What I was saying was this dark feeling just came upon me, and then I found myself just in this horrible, deep grief. And the grief had to do with uh, the planet itself 
And what happened over the transpiring weeks is that I, I just knew I just had to surrender to the process because the way it felt to me was I couldn't see a future. Right. For the planet at all. I just think yeah. it's the first time yeah. that's ever happened. But I think it's necessary to say, though, that neither you or I buy into predictions of doom and gloom or anything like that. No. So it's not like we were exposing ourselves to any kind of. No, nothing anybody said, nothing yeah. anybody wrote. Right. It this, was this just was an some, overwhelming feeling. And every in, time I tried to get out of that and try to look to a positive future for Earth, I just couldn't see beyond the present moment. Right. So what else started to happen was I would look out at anything, the house, the trees, the road, cars, and it all seemed to be surreal to me. It didn't seem real. It's almost like I was was being um, disconnected from the outside world, and also all of my old beliefs were coming up to be let go of them. And, and I've done a lot of inner clearing work, but this was huge. This was, this was every belief, and it didn't matter if it was a positive belief or a negative belief. It was beliefs in general. Right. Beliefs in general in terms of what you think the world is, what you think its meaning is, who you think you are in the world. All of that was becoming undone from my mind and consequently from my body because my body went through its purging itself in this process. So um, so this went on for the whole month of January and I had no answers. I had no, I wanted something new to hang on to and there was nothing new. It was, well, I kept saying to her that February was my birthday month and she could hang on to that. But that didn't work. (laughs) Well, it was kind of like um, a real sense that, you know, you heard me every time I'd look at something, I'd say, what a load of bollocks. Or every time somebody would send a new method or a new teaching, I'd say a load of bollocks. You know, like I was really getting that there is nothing we've been taught or have believed in in this reality that's really the truth including stuff we've put out. Mm-hmm. Okay, just to say it was all coming up in into question. And <clears throat> I was just left with this feeling like I'm not here, disconnected from reality, just with a big question mark, which uh, I had to surrender. I just had to mm-hmm. surrender to source and say, I, you know, you're going to have to lead me to to what's going on. So I think about halfway through the month. Right. But coincidentally, we were also getting emails and uh, responses from people who were saying they seemed to be going through something similar. Mm -hmm. So with that, we needed, we knew we, it wasn't just internal to you that it may have been planetary or universal. It is. And so we started to investigate that angle of it. Yeah. Right. Well, so what happened is that moon came. The, the full blood moon. And I'm usually not affected by eclipses the, or things like that in this way. But when that moon came, everything I was feeling magnified. It was, wow, this this is a horrible year. This is the time. This is big. And 
During that time, I heard Spirit say to me, one liner, we were in the car one day, and it said, choose which dimension you want to live in. And I knew what it meant by that. What it meant, oh, it said, its exact words were, choose which dimension you want to be in because the earth is splitting. And um, I went, wow, I, I kind of understood what that meant on a consciousness level in terms of it's the time is now to decide which earth you want to live in. Do you want to live in an earth as we have in the past that represents destruction and violence and suffering and sickness and death? Or do you want to move into uh, a new earth where love prevails, where everything is harmony and cooperation? And, you know, the Course in Miracles would probably call it the unhappy dream versus the happy dream, you know? Right. But what I was clearly getting was it's time now to decide. But in that decision comes purging. In other words, if you decide you move into the happy earth, you can't bring with you any old past programs. You can't bring with you any ideas of guilt or of punishment or judgment or not loving yourself or blaming yourself for anything. Mm -hmm. In other words, you have to let go of all those concepts that we have believed in forever in order to move to the new earth. Now, it sounds like an easy process, but it's not that undoing of your mind is, is really not so easy because for me, it does require a lot of personal examination. I found I knew I had to journal about certain beliefs that were coming up. I knew I had to look at particular emotions that were coming up and define them to myself. So because I felt like I was in this big cave of death. That's what mm -hmm. it felt like. I right. said, I'm just in this cave of death and it's darkness and it's all pervasive. Right. It wasn't just about my mom. It wasn't grief about my mom in particular. It was grief in general. Yes. And all loss that you've ever gone through in your life and the grief around that. And also the grief that's on the planet for for the planet itself, for other people who've gone through such things. And it all had to be let go of in favor of a new earth. And when you said that this was happening to you, I remember also thinking that, is this a conscious decision? Mm -hmm. Like, is it at the level of saying, right, I'm going to make a choice now and I'm going to choose love instead of fear or hate or any of that? And I found, for me, I found that it wasn't a conscious decision. In fact, what happened, as I mentioned, and I, we put out a little YouTube video about this for anybody who might follow it and also on our podcast where I started to look at the gallbladder situation with me. And I realized that was all about being galled. I was galled at myself, galled at my family, galled at the world. And that removal of the gallbladder in a way, because it's affecting the solar plexus, had to do with my personal power and that I was being moved energetically and spiritually into reclaiming that personal power unconsciously. And this was exactly what was happening also to those other friends of ours that I mentioned earlier and to numerous other people around the world that we're in contact with. So there's a there's a movement that's going on that's not necessarily in your conscious awareness, but that is happening and moving you along 
towards a choice point, as Angel Rose pointed out, that you're choosing this positive, uplifted earth or you're choosing the negative agenda. And so to me, the jig is up because right. never before, you know, over the years, we've heard many apocalyptic stories and dates and all of that and nothing's ever happened and we never bought into it and we don't predict like that. But for some reason, I really got it that the time is now. It's here. It's arrived. Mm -hmm. The earth is shifting and splitting. And it's so, it's so important what you decide. So to me, that decision is conscious with people. Right. Okay. It's, yeah. it's like, because what's required for that decision is a purification of your subconscious. It's a purification of beliefs. It is, yeah. And and uh, letting go of those for in favor of a reality that the truth is, is we really don't have any idea what God's love is. We don't know what it's like to to live in a world that is loving, where that you can trust, that you can believe in your own goodness. Even the light that we perceive is not real. I don't go on that now. There's no, a video I'm, for that. There is a video about that, but I just want to emphasize that these are the kinds of realizations, let's call them, that we're coming to. And, and also, this is not necessarily a bad thing. Even no, though it's a good thing, when Angel Rose was talking about like a dark night of the soul, it mm -hmm. sounded terminal. It sounded final. It sounded fatal. Well, the and death earth is... The death earth is, sure. And that's important to but know. But once the realization kicks in, it actually becomes something that's quite exciting. Well, it's exciting when you shift to the new world. Because what it's really saying is that this earth that we're in now is, is going to continue to dump people. It's going to continue to have catastrophic earth changes. It's going to probably have a pole shift. And... As we know from the past, whenever that's happened in the past history of our Earth, the planet, a lot of people are wiped out on the planet. Okay, so so along with that, though, in this whole clearing out process for me, was also the realization that I really don't know who I am in the sense of looking back at things that happened in my childhood, and I, I see how my real self was buried at a very young age to the point where if you said to me, well, who were you born? When you were born, who were you? I would have said, I don't know, because it soon got camouflaged under teachings and authority figures, and here's the right way to behave and the wrong way to behave, and, you know, do this, don't do that, right? So I, in looking at all of that, I just came to this realization that part of me has been lost, lost my whole life. And so I had to ask for, for help in terms of recovering myself, you know, basically a right source, you know, who am I at my organic level, right? And I just had to allow, wait and allow it to emerge. There, there wasn't a method or a meditation or any mm -hmm. system right. that could help me find that. I had to just have the willingness to ask Source to show it to me. So it's slowly been emerging throughout these weeks, and it's kind of comical in a way to see 
areas where I'm stronger, areas where I'm speaking out. But more than that, this allowing myself to disassemble, right? to disassemble. And, and, and with that started to come realizations of, you know, what is the Holy Grail inside of us? And the Holy Grail inside of us is the self that is an eternal life being, that is spiritual, that is perfectly loving and perfectly powerful. And I call it organic, Mm -hmm. right? Organic before we were, you know, artificialized into a flesh body or into programs on this dimension. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I started to recover myself, this is what was emerging from me, this memory. Oh, you know, we're all created by God and, and that self is super, super powerful and uh, completely loving. And I'll, that's all I'll say about it right now. But, you know, the other thing I, I just got this morning as I was journaling was they showed me the earth as a big round hollow sphere. And they said, the truth is, is that earth is a playground for your mind. In other words, it's a, it's a, it's a place that's been created for us to demonstrate ourselves. Okay, so Earth is basically a clean slate that, you know, mirrors out or allows you to test out cause and effect right. or allows you to test out your belief system. So whatever you believe is what's going to appear right. before you mm-hmm. in this dimension. So let me just backtrack for one second, just for clarity, Angel Rose, mm-hmm. because you may hear Angel Rose from time to time saying they they said or they showed me. And for some people that might be, you may think, oh, she's, she's, she's what? She's channeling. And I just want to be clear that Angel Rose is not channeling. She's talking about God's source information. Well, it's just emerging out of me. Yeah, but when you, when you use yeah. the term they, yeah. you're not talking about separate entities or no. ascended masters or any other type of entity or being. You're talking about that aspect of you all the way to God's source. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And so, like I say, what I was told today was a new perspective of Earth in the sense that it's just this vast, open open-ended plane where you get to prove yourself. And when I say prove yourself, I don't mean that by any approval by anybody. Right. I don't mean that. I don't, I don't mean by how well you're doing in somebody's belief system or what somebody told you what God is. I don't, and that you measure yourself against mm-hmm. that. No, it was like you're an eternal creative being and you have the power to create anything beautiful you want eternally creative and it gets reflected out in this dimension so you can see what it looks like and you can modify it and you can change it and you can say, well, I like that demonstration or expression of myself, but I don't like this one. So what do I have to do to change that one? And it's Mm. basically a place where everybody's doing that. In other words, what we're seeing quote unquote outside in the world is really only a reflection of our individual consciousnesses and beliefs. Mm -hmm. And we kind of know that through uh, other things that talk about manifesting, but this is deeper. 
Because this well, goes right to the, the core of who you believe you are right. at your origin. Right. And that shifts everything. Like uh, uh, one of our friends who was in the hospital and that we went to see, his gallbladder actually exploded inside of his body. So he was pretty much at a possibility of leaving the planet. So we went to see him. And, and when we walked in, his reaction to us, now this is a man that we've only maybe seen once or twice. His reaction to us was, wow, this rush of spiritual energy just came in the room. And I thought to myself, it's only because we've been clearing out our consciousness. It's almost, it's right. almost because when you get rid of all your beliefs, you're left in a pure, open, receptive state. Yes. Where you could just be in a present moment without, you know, any other sort of interference. And this man has turned a corner. And he's well. Mm -hmm. um, now, in fact, his body started to heal itself from within, which the doctors were really shocked at. And he, he credits us for that. But I chuckle at Ahana and I say, no, it's just the effect yes. of what happens when you go somewhere without, without belief structures and without belief When systems. you talked about the new earth, this choice. You're talking about a concept that many mystics and gurus and all have have alluded to over many teachings, over many millennia. And they talk about the field of all possibilities. Well, that field of possibilities is not out there somewhere. It's here. It's in you. Right here, right. right now. And that's what Angel Rose has realized. And, and by osmosis, I have absorbed because there's no question about it. The field of all possibilities is right here, right now. And if it's not, it has to be some kind of a limiting structure inside your own that's mind. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and, you know, I include myself in those limiting structures because, like I say, the whole month of January, and I've done a lot of uprooting of my subconscious mm. over the years, but this whole month was like, well, now you're in the dark under the soul, you're into a the whole... This is all inclusive. In other words, for the first time, it didn't just include negative limiting programs. It included positive programs. It included, you know, the most nice teachings that people come out with. And and I was really, I had a month, didn't I, where I'm like, blow to bull, load to bull, load to bull, remember? And, and he said to me, boy, you really do have a bee in your bonnet. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I do. I have... I realized it was everything. It was taking down everything. Right. And do I feel it is, was spiritually directed? Absolutely. I feel like this is what is up now because now's the time to let it all go so that you can reclaim yes. your true identity as an eternal life being, as a powerful being, as a creative being, and a joyful being because of that. Right. And all of the stuff... Like I say, positive or negative, or this religious teaching, that spiritual teaching, religious versus spiritual. Somebody's guru is saying this. Somebody's religion is saying that. You know, your parents said this. Your teachers, all of it, all of it has to go. Yeah, and you have to so, come at a clean slate to a place where you say, "I don't know what reality is. I know nothing. I know nothing." And that's where I yeah. came. Yeah, and that's where I am at right. the moment. So let that, in a way, be a reassurance that no matter what's going on in your life, whether it's profoundly positive or, or deeply negative, 
know that there's a shift going on, know that there's a change happening and not to see it as I'm hopeless, I'm worthless, I'm no good, I can't cope, uh, I'm suffering from depression, I'm dying. No, the fact is, as Engel Rose has pointed out, as eternal life beings in a field of all possibilities, we know it's a shift in perception that can change everything. So with that, know that you can change from any negative situation into a positive situation. And that's the message really that we like to impart, that this is absolutely an amazing world we live in. It's full of miracles at every twist and turn. We can create anything. It's marvelous. It's fun. It's joyous. Let me tell you about another little thing that I realized. Just quick. Because you asked me to talk about it this morning, I had also don't look so surprised. Well, I am surprised. But you because- asked me to talk about rejection, and I'll briefly tell my rejection story. So, make a long story short. And if anybody's watched our manifesting tree videos, they'll see some of my history in there. But anyway, because I wasn't a welcome birth for pregnancy, I had a program about rejection, and so and not being wanted. So that, like, right from the get go, started to play out in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't welcome to play with the others. My brother rejected me and just took my sister. I'd be left playing alone. Uh, I wasn't in the clique at school. You know, I just blah, 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 on and on. And all these different ways it was expressing myself. So this morning I decided to journal about rejection itself. I said, you know, rejection means to me. And as it turned out, it was, it wasn't anything that I thought I would put down. It ended up being something that my soul probably orchestrated before I even came in, because what it did was it allowed me to not follow the crowd. It allowed me to um, not go down particular, um, what's the word I want to say, not conform to the norm. So in, in practical terms, it talking about when you were in school, for example, that might have meant that instead of using makeup and wearing short skirts and dressing up and following what was the trend at the time. Right. The rejection left you alone to pursue. To be independent. To be independent. To be my own person. Yes, yes, yes. To observe. Right. To learn through observing. Um, You know, just, you know, and and I was actually told by my inner self that, you know, I I could have gone down many other paths. If I was accepted into the stereotypical world, and conform to all the authority figures and the belief systems that I might be a very different person right. now. I might not be who I am today. Right. And I not may not be able to help people get out of their stuff if I was if I was uh, a different person. So I started to see it like, oh God, that was actually a meant to be blessing that my soul designed to make me be who I was. And so, so I no longer looked at it as yeah. a negative, oh, poor me. I didn't look at it like I've been victimized anymore. I looked at it like, oh, my God, they protected me. Look what they did. They, all those people who rejected me were playing their own little soul roles. Uh, go out of here. Get out of here. You don't belong here. You know, and you have a feeling to say, well, I'm not loved. I'm I'm hated so you're, you're by others. So you're full of gratitude now oh, no, for gratitude. that rejection. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. Yes, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You know, and now I understand it. Right. But if I didn't really journal about it, and if this wasn't going on, that one word 
that I've written down many times when I've journaled about issues that I have. I would always, when I would define things, rejection was always in there somewhere, but I never singled out the word rejection and wrote about it. And wow. that's how I discovered like, oh, yeah. it's not what I think it was. That's amazing that you could yeah. turn something as serious as rejection around into something Because so you interpret it as you're not lovable yeah. and you're unloved. But when you see what was really going on, you mm. understand how much you're loved. Right. And how much all these little adversaries throughout your life were only playing a big cosmic role for you mm -hmm. so that you make sure you stay on your path through life. All right. Beautiful note on which to leave it. We thank you for being with us. Know that you're not rejected by us. We love you and we really appreciate you listening and watching to our podcasts and our videos. And we we love you very much. Until next time. Thank you and goodbye from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. To be continued. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.